What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Joe here, Radio 690 ADV. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for being part of it. Happy Sunday. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day. Hopefully you got to get out, get a little riding in. Hopefully the weather's nice where you're at. It's nice here. It was crappy yesterday, but it is nice today. So there's going to be some riding in the future. Anyway, podcast five dual sport bikes for new and entry level riders yeah these are my five picks these are the ones that i like if you've got something that you know of hey let me know about it maybe we'll talk about it and we'll put it in one of our podcasts but these are the five that i think are perfect for new and entry level riders or if you're just looking for a another bike to just put into your uh into your barn or into your garage or something like that. Something to just kind of just zip around. Something that's light and fun, not too expensive, and just really, really cool to have if you're looking for a second bike. But if it's your first bike and you're not too sure what you want and you're looking for a little bit of advice, these five bikes are fantastic. They work great. They're not going to break the bank and they're really, really good and they do a good job. They really do. They do a really, really, really good job. So, don't forget, subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 69080B. Also, if you're on iTunes and you're checking us out, man, leave us a feedback. Put a comment in there. really helps us out on the rankings so other motorcycle riders can find us, especially if they're new riders. It really does help us out. I really would appreciate it. Thank you so very much. On to the podcast. Five bikes that are just really good for entry-level riders. I'm going to start from five, work my way up all the way to what I feel is the number one bike for new and entry-level riders. Number five, that KLX250S from Kawasaki. What a great bike. It really is cool. They revamped it just last year, and I thought they did a great job on it. They have all those different, you know, schemes. They have the the camouflage. Um, You can get it in black. They're relatively inexpensive. You know, you can find them anywhere from... 2000 all the way up to 4000 bucks. Just have to do your shopping. But that bike is really cool. It's a four-stroke motor, which all of these are going to be four-stroke motors. 249 cc's. It's a six-speed. And now, the older ones are carburetor-driven, but the newest one is fuel-injected. Really cool. So that makes it super, super nice. And it will make that bike just run so much smoother. Plus, if you're in the mountains... You don't have to make adjustments to your carburetor. Very, very cool. Makes it real, real nice. Suspension on that bike, it's got basically about 11 inches, which is real nice on the ground clearance. It's going to allow you to get over rocks, bumps, dips in the road, all that type of stuff with ease. 
And not only that, it's it's a fun bike. It's a fun bike. It's not overpowered, and it's not really too underpowered. Now, this is not going to be your wheeling machine, but it will do the business, and it'll do it very, very well. Tire sizes on that bike, perfect. Couldn't ask for anything more. 21-inch front, which is nice. That's most like your dirt bikes are going to be 21-inch front tires. And then the rear tire, 18 inches. Just like my bike on my KTM, if you follow me, it's great. It works really, really well. And it gives you a whole bunch of tire selections of what you want to get out there. Seat height, not too crazy. 34.8 inches. It makes it really, really nice. It's not too tall. Now, understand that most bikes are going to be somewhere between that 33 and 36 inch seat height. You will get some that are a little bit lower than that. But, you know, with a little bit of work, you can lower any bike that you buy. It's very, very simple. 262 pounds. It holds 1.9 gallons of gas. That's perfect. Local commuting, all that type of stuff. You can zip around town, and it's going to do a really, really good job. And plus, there's tons of aftermarket parts. So you can make that thing look exactly how you want it to look. If you want it to have that, that big dirt bite look, man, you can do it. No problem. So, number five, the Kawasaki KLX 250. Think about it if you're looking to get a bike. Moving on, number four. Four <laughs> is two bikes, and they're very similar. The 250 Rally and the 250L CRF from Honda. Great bikes. I own the 250L. My buddy owns the 250 Rally. I've ridden them both. They're both fantastic bikes. They're great. Tons of aftermarket parts. You can get all sorts of things for them. You can make them what you want them to be. And they're fun. They've got really good power. They'll do what you want them to do. They're great for commuting. And they're cool look. They're just cool looking. (laughs) They're just cool looking. 249 cc's on that bike. They are a basically a four-cylinder fuel-injected bike, which, again, fuel injection is great. The only downside to fuel injects, if you have to do any work on them, well, takes a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of work, but that's okay. That's half the fun working on your bike. Anyway, on to the power of the bikes. They're between 22 and 24 horsepower, depending on which bike you get, and that's plenty. I don't know how much, you know, power people are looking for if you're a new rider you see people all the time you know they want wheeling machines and you can wheelie on any bike you can jump just about anything you want to jump but the thing is is we're talking like new and intermediate riders for these types of bikes and these things are perfect they really are they do such a great great job they're really really good bikes the tire sizes for these bikes both of them 21 front 18 rear you already know me that's my favorite selection it allows you to have tons and tons and tons of different tire options that are out there. Makes it real, real nice. The 250L, that's what I have. 317 pounds. The Rally, 346. Now, the reason the Rally is a little bit heavier is it has a little bit more stuff on it. It's more road setup. But it's cool looking. Make no mistake, it is cool looking. But if you want that dirt bike look, go for the L. But the Rally is a little bit heavier. It holds more fuel. holds 2.7 gallons. And the L holds 
2.0 gallons. So you've got almost about three quarters of a gallon more on the rally. That's going to bump the weight up. Plus it's got a little bit extra stuff on it too. The windscreen fairing, all that type of stuff. It's going to add weight to it. It also makes it a little bit better on the highway. So if you're getting out and you're doing road work, that's probably the bike you're going to look at. If you want more dirt work, go with the L. But they'll both do the business. They'll both do a very, very good one. Good job. Seat height on those bikes. 250L. 34 inches. Rally. 35 inches. So about an inch difference between the two. But at the end of the day, not a big deal. You can lower these bikes if you have to. We're going to do a segment somewhere down the road. I don't know when, but we're going to talk about how to lower a bike. They're basically called bones. And you put them on and it allows you to drop that back in down to get you an extra inch, two inches and so forth. So if you're thinking about a bike and you want that real dirt bike look, a little bit more punch than that KLX, go with the Rally or go with the 250L. You win either way, 100% on that one. Moving on, we're going to jump into Suzuki. Yeah, the DR200. You don't hear a lot about this bike, and it's really a cool bike. It does a really, really, really good job. It's not super powerful, but it does a good job. So, what is it? Yeah, it's a 190cc bike. It's a carburetor-driven bike, which makes it kind of cool, because guess what? Very easy to work on. And if you have any clogs or anything like that, or if you're having problems, you can work on it. Super, super easy. Not a big deal. But, that's half the fun, is working on your bike. Seat height on that bike? Guess what? If you're short, and that's okay. 32 inches on that bike. 32 inches. That's pretty short. <laughs> Just about anybody can ride that thing. Five-speed transmission. 20 horsepower. Like I said, it's a no-frills bike. If you go look at that, the DR200, there is not much to it. It is 100% cut and dry. And at 250 pounds, man, that thing's light. You can pick that thing up with one arm pretty much. So, the DR200, there's not much to talk about it other than it is just pretty much a straight-up 100%. Just a fun little-looking dirt bike that is air-cooled. It's 21, I think it's a 21 17-inch tire on that one. It may be an 18 on the back, uh, but it's you just don't hear a lot about it. It doesn't get a whole lot of love, but it is cool, and I wanted to put it in there because it doesn't have a ton of power. It would be great to get started on and great to trail ride and have fun, and you can pack some stuff on it, and there's a lot of aftermarket parts for that DR200. But from Suzuki, that DR200, they're relatively inexpensive. All these bikes are inexpensive. I don't want to sit there and say it costs this or it costs that. Go do your research, get on Craigslist, get on Cycle Trader, and just look around. If you shop around, you can find a good deal. I get them all the time from basically subscribers that tell me all these smoking deals they get on these bikes that they're getting. So if you do the research, if you find it and you get an awesome deal, man, let me know about it because I think it's awesome. So Suzuki, the DR200. It's a no frills, but I tell you what, it is a kind of a cool bike. It's pretty neat. Number two. This is kind of one of those odd-looking dual sport bikes that you don't hear a bunch about. And it doesn't get a whole lot of love. But you do see them out there. And man, they'll go through dang near anything. Super cool looking. Super neat. And I kind of want one. I just want one just to have. Yamaha. 
TW. 200. <laughs> if you own one, I get it. I get it. They're so cool. That big bat wheel that they have on that thing. I saw them at a rally. Man, they went through anything. They were so, so cool. You know, um, and they're short. And uh, they're just, I don't know. They're just cool. I just want one. I just want one. They're super, super neat. That big old fat wheel. Getting it in the sand. Any type of dirt. Just very, very cool. It's a five-speed manual transmission bike. The tires, a 14-inch rear and an 18-inch front. Kind of an odd combination, but it works. It's super, super cool. It really is. It's just super, super cool. The seat height on that bike is 31 inches. Girls, short guys, whatever. It just looks cool. And man, there if you go look around, you'll find guys that travel like travel on these bikes. They weigh 279 pounds-ish, give or take. Now take it with a grain of salt with these weights that I'm giving you. Fuel capacity of about 1.8 gallons, so just under 2 gallons. So it's going to do a pretty good job. You can always strap on fuel, you know that. But... Very cool, man. Very, very cool. It's a 196cc bike. It's not a speed demon. You know, I think they say the max speed on that bike is somewhere around 75 miles an hour. It's going to depend on how much you weigh. But it's so cool looking. It's got those two fat wheels. Just go look it up. If you don't know much about the TW200, go check it out. Just Google it and and check that bike out because I think it's just really super awesome. It looks neat, it fits the part, and it just looks like you could just have a blast on that thing. You could throw it up in the back of your pickup truck, put it behind your RV. Any of these bikes, you could do that, but that just fits the part. That looks like a desert bike to me if you're just out in the sand because it looks like it just will do sand very well. And everyone I've ever seen just coasts right through the sand because of those bat wheels. Very cool, very neat, and I want one. (laughs) Moving on. The number one bike, my opinion, okay? New riders, intermediate riders, just something to put in your garage is another bike from Yamaha. And I know that there's other bikes out there, but these are my picks. And these most of these bikes I've either seen or I've ridden. The XT250, the little dual sport, the camp. It'll do just darn near anything. It's a traveling machine. It's an off-road machine. It's light. It's bulletproof. It's proven. It hasn't changed a lot in 20 years. It's just a great bike. I got to ride one. I got to play with it. And just magnificent. Such a fantastic bike. It's a single cylinder. All of these are single cylinders. 249cc bike. Fuel injected. Okay. The newer ones are fuel-injected. Five-speed transmission. Okay? 2118 tires. Perfect. You can't beat that. All the tire selections on it. Air-cooled. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Here's the deal. It's nice to have water-cooled, but air-cooled is really, really cool because that engine will cool down based on the surroundings that you're in. And if you're riding on the trails and it's not so overpowered, like 22 horsepower, it's never really going to overheat. And it'll go through darn near anything. Anything. Seat height, get this, 31 inches. And it looks like a full-blown dirt bike. But the ground clearance on it, more than my KTM 690 Enduro R. 
at 11.2 inches. It holds 2.6 gallons of, tank, of gallons of gas. And it averages, get this, and it's pretty close to right on, 70 plus miles per gallon. So at 2.6 gallons, do the math on that. That's like 100 in what? About 170, 180 miles? Wow. Can't beat that. Here's the kicker. For a real type of bike that'll actually get on the highway and move and do the business, 291 pounds wet. Loaded with juice, everything. That's awesome. And they're really relatively inexpensive. You can pick them up brand new for right around five grand. You can pick them up used all over the board, just like all these bikes. But that's my number one bike. I think it's fantastic. It's fun. It's peppy. You would never know that it's 22 horsepower. And it'll just do just darn near anything. You can just ride around town. You can get on the trails. You can do whatever. You lay it down. You pick it up. Tons of aftermarket parts. Very, very, very cool. And it's kind of old school looking. I like that old school look. But the XT250 from Yamaha. What a fantastic bike. I think it's great. It's good for new, intermediate, heck, even a seasoned rider. I think you can't go wrong with that bike. So these are my five dual sport bikes for new intermediate riders or just to pick up as a secondary bike or a fifth bike. (laughs) I think these are just fantastic motorcycles. So if you're thinking about picking up a bike or if you're just thinking about getting into dual sporting, these are great bikes that you might want to kind of think about and put it into your thought process. But don't remember, do your own research, check them out and See what's right for you and see what bike you think is going to work perfect for your adventures and your local travel. So, anyway, my name is Joe, Radio 690ADV, 690ADV.com, YouTube.com slash 690ADV. Don't forget, hit subscribe. Be part of our podcast. Be part of everything. Subscribe. Give us some comments, if you would, please, on iTunes. Really would help us out. And until Thursday, we sure do appreciate your time. And check out these five bikes and see what you think and let me know. With that being said, you guys have a fantastic Sunday. Find your adventure. We love you at 690. 690 out.